and welcome to Franchise Surprise, the only podcast where I like Ike. I'm Nick Lathan. I'm Rip Camelucci. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And this week we're talking about Indiana Jones and the Crystal, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. long one. <laughs> it's the whole. It's not just the 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 village of the Crystal Skull. It's not just. The, uh, yeah. the commonwealths of the Crystal Skull. It's the whole kingdom. And this I did confirm. I did confirm on Wikipedia today that George Lucas is the reason that Kingdom is in the title. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. That's a thing you can just actually confirm. <clears throat> like, well, oh, here's we've, the thing. we've all done the research, <laughs> and this is the motherfucker. <laughs> if you, if you... <laughs> If you watch any of these making ofs, you're like, hey, why was that weird thing in this movie? And then it, it, all, uh, it always cuts to George Lucas. goes, yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> I figured since we were doing a 1930s serial for the other movies that this was the 50s. And so I thought we should do a B movie. And then I've always been obsessed with Crystal Skulls. Of course, uh, you know, my buddy Dan Aykroyd's been selling vodka out of them for years. So I figured I would get it in the Crystal Skull business. <laughs> there you go. And it was also my idea to put Indiana Jones in the trunk. I thought it would be funny if we uh, saw him in a trunk <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Uh, this is all stuff from the making of that it was 28 minutes long. It was the shortest making of out of all these movies so far. Are you talking about the fridge or was he in a trunk too in the beginning of the movie? Yeah, the very beginning. That's what he, he, he in gets a, introduced in. He gets oh, pulled out of a trunk right. at the very oh, right, right. At yeah. warehouse area. I was thinking 51. of like um I was thinking of like a wardrobe trunk, I think. Oh yeah. It's funny you say that. I mean uh, the fridge is kind of like a, a, yeah, yeah. a refrigerated wardrobe trunk that stands up. It's like a bureau for food. Oh wait, was this the was this uh Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe? Well here we go with the box office. This, <laughs> this, this is a transition into it. So this movie came out May twenty second, two thousand eight, which I believe is Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um so Indiana Jones, uh this will be the first time Indiana Jones has not come out on Memorial Day since Raiders. This is weird. Um Doll of Destiny I'm talking about. Anyway, number one in the box office was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I saw this movie on May twenty first mm-hmm. at like a like a, one of those advanced screenings on Thursdays. I was very excited when the credits popped up. I, I had te- I, I was I teared up a little bit hearing that theme, and then um, slowly those those tears got sucked up in. Um, <laughs> I needed all the moisture I needed. Uh, you spend so much time in the desert. You need every drop you can. You can yeah. possibly have. I was much like the Fremen. I was much like the Fremen. I was uh, trying to soak up. I was using a still suit. Anyway, it's not a Dune podcast. So that was number one at the box office. Number two uh, was Chronicles of Narnia, Pris Caspian. The, uh, I think that's the second one, maybe. The- Why'd you say it like you're the third member of Oh Hello? <laughs> Yeah, it's, I guess it's it Prince is Caspian. <laughs> Prince Did they Caspian. only have two or three? I can't remember. I think they had three. Yeah, was, I know wasn't that there Disney like a, a sold Voyage the of the Dawn Treader. Isn't that a? Isn't that one? The Dawn Treader, I think, is the third one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Are they I only. Out? I definitely saw the first two, but I don't remember the second one. Yeah. Are you I saying think, they're coming out with a new one? Are they? I feel it. Like, are they coming out with a show? Maybe. I think they are coming out with new Chronicles of Narnia content. If I'm you know what I want, mistaken. I know this is totally off topic, and 
weird but i'm that's, that, that's this whole that's this whole podcast <laughs> yeah, also. Seriously. if there's any well, episode to get off topic and weird of the, it's this fucking in the middle one. of the box office if there's any move if there's any movie in the history of franchise surprise that we do for us to go off the rails before we get to number three in the box office this is the one peyton go nuts <laughs> i want um i'm I've been thinking this for years too, but I want Disney to do like a series or a live action of um the the Prydain Chronicles, like the the Black Cauldron books. Because oh, I love shit. that series, and I like the Black Cauldron movie, but like it's it's mostly an adaptation of the first book, which is called the the Book of Three or something. But um. I don't know. I feel like a live action show That's or something like of that Plus would be Witcher really good. Right there. Yeah. This is, this yeah. Is, this is and it's we... weird to me. Like, I remember thinking that when Harry Potter came out and then they did. And then Disney did Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe. And I was like, it's weird because they own that the rights for it, probably for the for that series. Like, why wouldn't they do that? I feel the like own... it would be successful. The this only is time what... I ever saw the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe was it was. What year that movie came out? It came out in 05, right? The first one? Mm-hmm. Probably. So this is like... That seemed right. Cinco de Mayo, sure, sure. 06. Because <laughs> I had just started drinking, and we were getting uh, 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 illegally hammered at a friend's aunt's house. She was out of town. And we, for whatever reason, got fucking hammered on El Presidente beer and watched Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. And, um... I gotta say, I didn't like it. <laughs> the uh, the Black Cauldron movie. I just want to point this out. You'd be interested in this, Rich. The guy, one of the co directors, his name is Richard Rich. Very interesting. Uh, old Dick Rich. Old Dick Rich. <laughs> uh, this is what they need to do. Just fucking straight up. Just like they got all the storyboards and everything from the original fucking movie. They got the you know for the Black Cauldron. Just fucking uh-huh. reanimate the movie. Like all yeah, the deleted yeah. scenes, just fucking reanimate those shits. Um, a little tongue, little tongue in cheek thing. You can bring in Barbara Crampton, uh, since we're talking about reanimator, and just bring her in, just do the voice <laughs> randomly. Well, that just makes me think about how the original Cats movie was supposed to be animated, which I oh, still yeah. feel like they should do. Speaking of Cats. Oh, growl tiger in this motherfucker. We'll get into it. I got a whole fucking theory with his ass. No cat spoilers. I still haven't seen it. You still haven't uh, seen cats, Peyton? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch it alone. Peyton, you're coming over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, my God. All right. Well, number three at the box office was <laughs> Iron Man. Saw that in the go. theater. Oh, oh, the first. Wow, oh, okay. I can't believe Iron Man and Indy came out in the same year. Yeah, that's like a weird like Venn diagram of like. Yeah, this feels like time. a post Iron Man movie to me. Yeah. No, this is a well, it technically is since it came out two weeks. Well, after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like they were in production at the same time. Error-wise. Like it. Yeah. It seems like. I don't know. To me, in my head, I'm like Iron Man came out, and they're like, "Ooh, these superhero adventure movies are doing well again. Let's bring back indie." Well, this whole the whole the whole thing with uh, this movie came about because, uh, well, anyway, I would I would put a pin in that, and we'll talk about it later. Yeah, anyway, yeah. number four was what happens in Vegas. I think that's like old Ben, 
old men on a you know doing Vegas shit that type of movie. No, no, no it's no, no, um, no. you're it's thinking Cameron, of you're thinking Cameron of Last Diaz. Vegas. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Peyton, what is it? It's Cameron Diaz, and mm-hmm. is it uh, is it's it Ashton a, Kutcher? I was gonna say it's not Ashton Kutcher, is it? It might be. That seems I remember, like a movie um, you'd be in. I remember. Uh, I think it what's is. Her face? That really funny actress uh, who did that movie about voiceovers is in it. Oh, Lake Bell. Yeah, Lake yeah, Bell yeah, is yes. in it, and she. I remember the she voice has a really of Poison funny, Ivy. Yeah, <laughs> I remember she has a really funny scene that I like quoted all the. T- it is Astrid Kutcher. I definitely saw that in theaters, and I don't remember anything about it except that Lake Bell was really funny. You know who Lake Bell is seeing right now? Who? Chris Rock. Really? Yeah. There you go. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm happy for him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What was, was that? That was number five? That was number four. Number five was a movie I saw opening night as well, Speed Racer. Fucking oh, love Speed I Racer. I love Speed Racer. I have never seen a more faithful adaptation of a of of, of something ever. I mean, could have had more could have had more Japanese is, people, but yeah, it was still yeah. anyway. That <laughs> movie needs to make a comeback. Like they I need to like- Well, I feel like I've seen like film people be like, This movie's underrated, this movie's underrated, but I don't see sequel movement happening happening. I it's- it's a good one it's, and done, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's not much more uh, uh, to, to to delve into in the Speed Racer universe. They pretty much hit they hit every fucking note the TV show ever hit, except yeah, yeah. for the the only thing that, that 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 this movie didn't have that the show had was just useless narration, just to bring you up to speed on what happened in another episode. Like on the TV show, every time they showed Racer X, it was like Racer X, who was secretly Speed's brother, who who they thought died, and like that's what they say every time they say Racer X in the show. It's so fucking funny. Um, but anyway, what John Goodman. <laughs> Uh, we just need to do an episode of a Speed Racer. But John Goodman, he's like, lousy excuses they have for ninjas nowadays after he like, beats the shit out of all these ninjas. Uh, it's, like, that movie That movie is perfectly cast, is perfectly directed. It's a perfect movie. I'm going to go on record and say Speed Racer, best movie ever made. No, yeah. uh, it's great, though. <laughs> John Goodman, there's a guy who feels like he should have been in an Indiana Jones film. I'm surprised he wasn't in this one. They they, they were throwing everybody in the Everybody was in this one. fucking movie. They, yeah. they pulled John Hurt off the set of fucking the later Harry Potter movies. Still in his Ollivander costume. He was still holding a wand. Yeah. They were That's, like, what are you they were like notable male actor. We'll write something for him in this. When John, John Hurt was doing all that weird hand shit, that was him practicing with a wand. He wasn't trying to write something down. Yeah. Yeah, see, if they had put a wand in his hand, they would have met... They would have port keyed everybody to the crystal skull. They would have saved them a lot of time. Going on. Indy's <laughs> hat is a port key. Y'all didn't know that, did y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and his whip is a horcrux. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Number six. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Number six was Baby Mama, a uh, a movie I still have not seen. uh, Oh my gosh, you gotta see Baby Mama. Fun times. Number seven, Maid of Honor. (laughs) I think 
uh is it which one is that one i saw that one too that's a patrick that's 27 dresses um is made of patrick patrick dempsey rom-com made of honor yep Uh, who's the other other lead in made of honor Uh, is it jennifer lopez no it's like an um jennifer lopez as well okay honor it's a brunette woman that's actually Um, yeah brunette woman (laughs) brunette woman barry windham Michelle Monaghan. Oh, oh, okay. For Mission, for Mission, for Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, is uh, that a franchise okay. we're going to be doing? Because I've I haven't seen a single one of those movies. I uh, guess what, baby, we're doing that. I I, th- I want to try to do that next year. Leading, are up we going to try and to... sync it up with Dead Reckoning Part D? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just D- smart. Just do it up, baby. Uh, well, what are we doing? Uh, number... number seven. Edinburgh, number seven, Maid of Honor. Number eight was Forgetting Sarah Marshall, a classic. Oh, oh just rewatched that like a f- few months ago. Just had the itch, to, the itch to put it on, and it, f- it just still just fucking crackles. So have you good. watched? Have we talked about Shrinking yet? On Apple? I don't believe I we've talked about it. it. Oh, Harrison Peyton. Ford. Honestly, yeah, Harrison it? Harrison Ford is fucking great in that show. He's yeah. fucking everything. He's You've always wanted him to be right now, and just that he's fucking a absolute goddamn curmudgeon, and it's great. Yeah, um, no, Jessica Williams almost also steals that fucking show. She's oh excellent. yeah, oh yeah, that's Jessica right. Williams I heard she was really in good show. in it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whole, good show. Yeah, the 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 ensemble, the ensemble as a whole is is fantastic. Yeah, highly recommended. <laughs> I uh, was doing a thing which I was watching one episode a night, and then uh, one night I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to binge the rest of it. And do I regret <laughs> it? A little bit, but I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> I could I, I could have I spaced it out more. I still enjoyed it. I still loved it. It's one of my favorite shows of this year. Nice. Uh, number nine, Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> I never, I never even heard of that one. That is a very uh, movie of that era. Yeah, <laughs> the tr- that trilogy is. I knew they the celebrated Harold Christmas and, and went to yeah. White Castle, but I didn't know they escaped from Guantanamo Bay. I believe that was like the second one, wasn't it? It is the second one. The third was a <laughs> yeah. Christmas movie. Wow, it took the uh, the 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 Friday route. Yeah, <laughs> which like I think this is the last like that movie or maybe even the last Harold and Kumar is like the last gasp of like that weird that you know not offensive humor era but like you know the era that it, that started with like American Pie that we it was just, a frat mm-hmm. comedy yeah um and then number ten was The Visitor right, which I don't know I don't know what that is The Visitor it sounds familiar was that with uh. No, is that Richard Jenkins? Uh, yes. Woo! Man, is that the one he won an Academy Award for? I think so. It was he was nominated, nominated. for it. Yeah, yeah. He typed in the visitor on IMDb, and it was like one nomination, and it was like leading role, Richard Jenkins. The Richard Jenkins. I remember that Richard Jenkins. Uh. Uh. Oscar run was like the fucking pilot season for the J.K. Simmons pilot or Oscar run. Yeah. Like that one walked so J.K. Simmons could could run. I may have to watch The Visitor because it features Richard Jenkins and Richard Kind. Ooh. The two the two best Richards. <laughs> the uh, the spectrum of Richards. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Richard Jenkins uh, just all there, just uh, well, I, don't, I don't know, just constantly putting his fucking glasses up. I, I don't know. <laughs> Can Richard, we? Uh, oh well. We need to get it. We need to get uh, you and and the two other Richards uh, in a movie together. <laughs> we'll call R- it three. written by Richard Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to be animated. So yeah, it's gonna yeah. be animated. <laughs> He's been doing those Alpha and Omega movies, so you know, get, we'll 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 get them back to the. Uh, it needs to be the Ralph Bakshi rotoscope style, like the original, like <laughs> Hobbit and Lord of the Rings animated <laughs> movies. Anyway, we, we we'll figure it out. So, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull opened to one hundred million at the box office domestic. Uh, and it earned a total of three hundred, uh, yeah, three hundred seventeen million domestic on a budget of one hundred and eighty-five million. So, factoring in worldwide and all that crap, I feel like it did, probably did pretty well. I mean, by other movie standards, it didn't do as well domestic, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you know, sure it, it 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 was pretty well over its budget, you know. So, I figure it's what you'd expect from a from an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the like the idea that every single indie independent movie is just uh it's just yeah. a, an offshoot of the Indiana Jones um, yeah, yeah. universe. <laughs> I'm making an indie movie. Why do you say that? There's a guy with a fedora in it. <laughs> he hates oh, snakes. <laughs> You just got. You just got to take one one bit, one character trait, yeah. one trait from an Indiana Jones movie. There's a there's a boulder at one point. It doesn't roll. It's just on a cliff. It's still technically a boulder. Oh man, that this was probably- that was the Shrek meeting. That was for Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is surprisingly an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I mean Steven Spielberg did co-found DreamWorks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is probably the movie that I took the least amount of notes on. I just took weird, random notes and quotes on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one being digital gophers. Uh, Dude, uh, the drinking game for this movie should include anytime there's CGI goddamn fucking animals, man. Must be ants. Uh, which I saw Woody Harrelson. Not Woody Harrelson. Woody Allen was one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hear the Sylvester Stallone one? <laughs> they also saw the uh, there was the Danny Glover one, and also um, I forget who else. Is. I know Dan Aykroyd plays a drunk wasp. <laughs> God, Let me go uh, the, the fucking the 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 monkeys, the goddamn monkeys. That it was very. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that sequence is fun, except for just all the mutt shit that's involved in that sequence. Like, the sword fight's kind of hokey. It just made I me think I kind of like Hook. the sword fight. I I, think, yeah. I dug the sword fight as well. I kind of like said, it, just because they're, it's like, I don't know, it's crazy that they're sword fighting on a moving car. I think I like the sword fight, except I just, the only part I didn't like was him just getting hit in the nuts randomly. Like, that, well, what, that was yes. just dumb. So truck fencing was <laughs> also cool. Like straight up when they were truck fencing, that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was also cool. they did that but, yeah. super cool like storytelling thing as well, where like they, they switch cars. Give you something like like a bit of history, but not by like mm. just 
flat out telling you an exposition when they're like when Mutt is just fencing out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, oh god, where, where where did I put it? Where did it say truck fencing? Uh, awesome, yeah, yeah. Between the characters of like, oh yeah, a note from like his fencing classes. This isn't a match, mom. And it's like, yeah. oh boom, you know that was like part of his childhood. Now, mm-hmm. like, that was yeah, and she was like talking about his footing and all that scene. shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was uh, but then yeah, she was like repose, and then <laughs> fucking Mutt's nuts do get beat to shit. So that part yeah. does, is kind of like, oh man, that that kind of sucks. Apparently, uh, Shia LaBeouf pulled his groin during this filming of this movie. Yeah, well, that was, like, supposed to be the real, like, behind-the-scenes passing of the torch moment for, like, getting injured in an uh, Indiana Jones movie. Got to. He get. Yeah, I think, I think Harrison Ford got hurt on every movie except for Last Crusade. It's like um, uh, uh, in the first Creed, uh, Stallone was told Michael B. Jordan, is like, you know you gotta take a real punch, right? And so there's just, like, video... <laughs> Of Michael B. Jordan just like getting fucking clobbered in the face, Jesus and Stallone Christ. being like, oh "My yeah. lord, yeah, it's just like that." Oh, that's so funny. I feel like so a lot of the stuff that all this stuff that we're talking about with Shia LaBeouf, a, a lot of it was CGI'd afterwards. So like him getting hit in the nuts with a plant that was a CG plant, and yeah. then earlier on with the scorpions, Ooh. he's like, he's like, I mean, they didn't hit his nuts for real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Harrison Ford was up under there and just ran. He just did it. All I know is this was a real Indiana Jones movie. Those would have been real fucking scorpions on Shia LaBeouf. But he like instinctively oh, yeah, like he's like sweeping at his crotch. So I feel like Shia LaBeouf is just like protective, of, real protective of his dick in this movie. He's just it's like we're gonna see you something there, right? Yeah, well, shot. yeah, gonna... I mean, if he is Indy's son, then, you know, he's probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to uh, to meet the person at ILM that had to animate the stuff that was on Child LaBeouf's crotch. Like, it was one dude. <laughs> it's the same guy they called in. They called him out of the out of the bullpen to, to for cats to CGI out uh, Derulo's wiener. <laughs> and CGI out all the buttholes. That's a, uh, that is, that is like a fucking like mid 2000s internet sketch of like hi i'm the uh, i'm the dick cgi expert hey. i'm dale clerton <laughs> dale clerton if you got genitalia to remove i can remove it digitally i'm the only person who has a copy of the butthole cut of cats <laughs> Bet y'all didn't know that yeah but i got it i got a hard copy it's on vhs I try putting on Betamax because that's a higher quality video. Don't get me started. Oh boy! <laughs> but uh, glad you know, real mad that uh, this guy's like in the seventies. Hey, He's like, hey, do you still need that butt cut of Splash? I got yeah. you. Yeah, they made me CGI long hair over Daryl Hannah's tuchus. I ain't about to do that. I got the original hard copy, if you know what I mean. And I think that you do. <laughs> oh man, we need to type uh, that up. That's 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 the sequel to D- to Dickie Roberts' former child star as Dell, whatever his last name was, Dell Clerton. Uh, Dick artist or whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> dick uh, removal special. Genital removal specialist. Digital. Digital yeah. dick. Have. The genital. Uh, did you nail? No. You know what? We're not going to do that. We already capped the bit. Time to move on. Oh, no. It's a Neil Flynn jump scare. Ah. A what? <laughs> a Neil Flynn jump scare. He's at the beginning of this movie. Neil Flynn. 
I was too focused on Chet Hanks. That was Chet Hanks? <laughs> uh, the guy, the, the kid in the library that's the like... kid in the library, which I didn't recognize him at all. He looked real. He was like, uh, Dr. Jones, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, read so-and-so. He, he was out in the field more. That was Chet oh. Hanks. Oh, I didn't recognize him because he wasn't speaking in a fucking Jamaican patois. <laughs> this was, uh, I think this was Bratz the Movie era, Chet Hanks. Jesus. He was yeah, in Bratz man. the Movie? Yeah, I, 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 went, on Ch- I went on Chet Hanks' IMDb. <laughs> Bratz with a Z. Uh, I fucking hate. IMDb, yeah. you're a cop. You know why? Because you have Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark listed Boo. instead of fucking just Raiders. If fucking, you, like, you know they're selling your data. <laughs> fucking anyway this customer wants indiana they jones know you were looking for the, the butthole cut of cats god i wish <laughs> we were back in the day where you can get a uh, a bootleg copy of the butthole cut of cats at a flea market still man you know <laughs> the glory days i haven't been to the flea market uh, lately are they still selling uh fart and preacher on vhs oh dude uh <laughs> you'll be up yeah we should go on the sunday you're up here I was gonna um watch Oh call wait, it? no, we're going to the uh brunch showing of Indiana Jones. Yeah, I we do want to go to should get up super early and go beforehand. Oh, I do wanna go to um what's it called? Mammoth. Um I do wanna go to that. Oh I'm sure. Gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to that on the day. Anyway. I feel like um the movie uh opening and then the mountain is like a a molehill or whatever it is is oh, like a metaphor for, for the movie. Yeah, it, 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 it really is. <laughs> it's just like oh, like it's like oh, they used the old Paramount logo. It's not the it's not the yeah. new one. <laughs> and then it fades, and it's a digital Gopher Hill that's digitally <laughs> altered. Like how much was Frank? I'm picturing Frank Marshall's going around the Nevada desert high and low, trying to find a damn cliff of some sort. And then Spielberg was like, "Why'd you do that?" He's like, "I did it in all the other, all the other other movies." I just figured that you would. You're digital. I dude, I think that that you're right. That is the that is the. Absolute metaphor for this, and for anyone who is not getting it, I'll just spell it out, in that they they kept the things about the things in this movie that didn't matter, and they left out the things that we actually cared about. <laughs> like, there were... Oh, God, what, what, like, what am I... What am I... How am I trying to fucking say this? Uh... Just like a lot of the fan servicey things, um, like we don't like we never needed to see the Ark of the Covenant again. It already had a mention in the last movie. Like mm-hmm. something like that is is there's some other fan service like later on in the movie that's like good and like fucking actually comes from a motivated place other other than just like showing the old thing. Remember the old thing. And I feel like there was a lot in this movie that was like a harbinger of really kind of what was to come, especially with the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it just it, it kind of misremembers what we loved about the movies as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I uh yeah the 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 absolute best part about this movie, and it kind of it's it's worth it in my opinion to get the movie made. But just how much fucking fun Harrison Ford is having playing Indiana Jones again? Like yeah yeah. 
he is just having a ball. Like, oh god, like the the fucking uh, the snake when the snake is on him. His yeah, that's so very funny. funny. Yeah. When he sees Marion and that, oh, hey, it's you. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like he's, he's just. He's just acting and like he's fucking having fun with it. Like the way yeah. he like, lights up when he sees Marion is truly all of us. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I yeah, know. Whenever she shows up in the movie, I'm like, oh, I wish she was in here earlier. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I remember. I wish they would have because there was a big leak before this movie came out, and I remember they introduced Karen Allen in like a live from the set at Comic Con. But mm-hmm. I really wish they would have just kept her under wraps until like you fucking saw the movie and it's like, Oh shit, yeah, Marion's yeah. in this. Yeah. Which I know is damn near impossible to do since the freaking Steven Spielberg movie of a, in, you know, a sequel to a movie from 19 years ago. Anyway, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so much just weird. Like the, the B movie sci-fi thing is just not in keeping with the franchise. It just, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like, I understand, yeah, I understand, like, the motivation of it, because, like, it is, like, a new decade, like, a new, like, because it takes place in the 50s, they were, like, let's go off of, like, 50s B-movies, but because, because the, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't know what that was. I thought a monster was coming up behind me. From another a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but because the first three movies like all take place like in the same like time. In the same decade, like, yeah. They've, yeah, they've solidified this feeling of it. So it really distances itself from the first three by in, being in such a different such a different tone in that way. Yeah. And yeah, so many and so many ways throughout that exact like even just lens of like <clears throat> Uh, uh, visually, like, the, I understand that the Russians were the new big bad of that time and that era, but like, like they're they're you know they, they this is just a fact they didn't have the branding of the Nazis, you know, and there wasn't that just emblem that when you see you immediately associate, which is like let's punch these motherfuckers. Like the Russians were just kind of like you know, obviously Russian looking dudes w- with f- green uniforms. So it was also just kind of like drab in that sense. And, and yeah, like the, uh, uh, yeah, just aliens just don't really fit the vibe of indie. Like I get one to go for it. And I also just have my own personal, uh, uh, dislike and distaste of like ancient alien type of storytelling. Uh, if you like this movie, you also like Eternals. Uh, it's just legally you have to because it's the same. It's saying the same thing. Um, I, I think it's, there's a th- kind of a throwaway line at the end of the movie where they get to the temple and uh, Indiana Jones is just like, uh, it's like, oh yeah, humans. They they built the humans built this for them. And it's just like, okay, okay. It wasn't the aliens that built it. It was the humans yeah. that built it. But they taught them <laughs> agriculture and they taught them, you know, indoor yeah. plumbing or whatever the hell. They taught him how to make, you know, roller skates. Yeah, that was a kid in King Arthur's court. Never mind. The um, <laughs> the leading into the whole like aliens and all that shit. The so my favorite part of this movie is how much fun Harrison Ford's having, like reuniting mm-hmm. with Karen Allen and all that stuff. Like just the character stuff between the two of them is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. The yeah. biggest problem with this movie though is that it's just weird from the jump. Yeah. Like yeah. every other movie, it just eases you into it. 
And then this movie was just like, guess what? Aliens are here immediately. Yeah. And then you have this knowledge now. So we don't know how this works in with the whole, uh, you know, Hinduism and Judaism yeah. and Christianity and all that stuff. We just have aliens for some reason. Like, I, I'm perfectly, I'm here for like, hey, yeah, thought, it's yeah. all true. But also, it's just like, like you said. You know, we're, we normally get like a cold opening to an Indiana Jones movie, and this is just getting dropped in the plot sauce immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. Immediately. I do like uh, how Indiana Jones, like, you know, comes up creative ways to like, f- like the whole fucking throwing the gun pattern in the air. I, th- I just thought that was cool as yeah. shit. And, yeah. You know, uh, that's such a, such a really good thing. It's bit. a good thing that none of those Soviets had like any metal hips or anything, like a. <laughs> Metal plate in their head or something. <laughs> There's Metal one guy that's having a seizure at all times. <laughs> like, what's wrong with what's wrong with the Ivan over there? He's like, oh, he got plate in head. <laughs> oh my feelings! Ah, yeah. there's a bunch of teeth. They're just like dragging this mouse. guy along with like the box thing that they have because his head's uh, stuck to it. So, uh, uh, back to the, the the fan service thing real quick. I think the point that I was like trying to make is like the, the, a lot of the, the little like references that they'll do in this movie were just like plopped in there. Speaking of plots and plopping, um, mm-hmm. whereas like the entire opening of Last Crusade is fan service, but it is all told within a story mm-hmm. and like every bit of quote unquote fan service along the way is motivated and informs something about what we're seeing. And, and like this again, it just kind of is what we get now in everything we watch. I'm just trying to think of, um, looking up Steven Spielberg. This, I don't know if this is the, I can't remember the last movie he made before this. And I say movie like not a film. Yeah. I think last the last po- his last, like last blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Um Well, okay, he had so before this was Munich, which is a film, War of the Worlds as a movie, The Terminal. Yeah. That's oh, I didn't movie. know he did War of the Worlds. I've never yeah. seen that. Minority uh, Report ca- probably around there somewhere. Little- yeah, well he did the well he did that running trilogy, which is uh started, it was AI, Minority Report, and Catch Me If You Can, because it's Ooh, three movies AI about people running. Fucked me up. <laughs> I saw that when I was like 13 uh, and I was like depressed. I just uh, a picture put pain. that on a shirt in the Indiana Jones font. Yes, Is exactly. that a joke? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I was picturing just now was Peyton with a bowl of popcorn, like getting snuggled into a comfy cat going, hey, I fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, please do put AI fuck me up in uh, on a t-shirt in the Indiana Jones font. <laughs> that actually might be a relevant shirt for Harrison Ford to wear uh, after this movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Um There's there was a lot of sequence I li- sequences I liked in this movie though. Yes. I it was fun. It was oh, yeah. fun. The action uh, scenes were phenomenal. I loved yeah. all the action scenes. I love the, entire- the um the indie going into the car and then getting from the motorcycle and then getting back on the motorcycle. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. The entire like second act of this movie, like freaking bust ass 
to me. Like it yeah, is awesome. Yeah. It rocks. Uh, yeah, they uh, the, the, yeah. all the riddles and stuff. I actually like the bones of the plot of this movie. I in the story that they're telling, I actually really, really, really dig. And it's just like the the choices of fucking these guys, aliens, and and like the weird like just like weird things, you know, just kind of along the way actually i actually didn't even hate the aliens that much this time until we actually saw the alien on screen and then i wanted it to die yeah like like i kind of wish they didn't show us the alien and just showed us kate blanchett going crazy like seeing it that would have been cool yeah which is probably something that they would have done if they didn't have the capabilities to do that whole cgi fuck fest that is pretty much every marvel movie now not pretty much it's every marvel movie yeah, uh, you know, it, it goes back to uh, goes back to Jaws, where if the if the shark was working, we would have been seeing that fucking shark ninety percent of the movie. And because Necessity it didn't work, I, even even if it had been an ugly, like practical alien, I feel like I would have liked it a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> yes, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Cause I love the um the like crystal skeletons. I yeah. thought those were so cool looking. I wish we got like like more that. I forgot about I forgot about that set piece of them walking into like the hall with the skeletons. It kind of remind me of Dark Crystal with the um the Skeksis like turning into uh, the crystallized like guardians or whatever. Yeah, it's very cool looking. I, I wish we could have like gotten a better shot of like the rib cages, which like, yeah, I'm trying to see like they look pretty cool. Like, yeah. That was dope. That was cool. Baby, the, uh, thousand percent. Thousand the making percent. the the making of on the 4K Blu-ray, um, the box set is just it's it's basically like the first half. Of it was like, hey guys, we're back. We're making this. Yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> this is where we shot it all. We all got a little older. My name's Frank Marshall. I married Kathleen Kennedy. All right. <laughs> That's not how he sounds at all. By the way, I think it's funny that bu- as both he and Buffett grow older, they look more and more alike. I think they're just going to merge into the same person at one point, which I want to hang out with both of them, but I really want to hang out with that guy. Uh, and then, like, but the other half of the making of is just the. Is just uh, interviewing the production designer. Forget his name, but he's just. Yeah. Uh, it's just all this like that whole fucking set was practical. Like all the all the going through all the practical. All sets the practical just, stuff looks oh, good. God, yeah, I, I love especially in that end sequence. It's so. Oh man, it's just you see it on the screen how like mm-hmm. beautiful this looks, and then you got like this shitty CGI going on around it, and it's like, like the better uh, it, they. It just did its the, did the CGI a disservice by everything practical looking so fucking good. Yeah, you know there's a there's a shot at the beginning because so after like the whole nuke the fridge sequence and they're like back at the military base. There's a there's like a tracking shot of the military base and there's two cars. I'm pretty sure both those cars are CGI. I know for a fact the plane that is flying low above the two cars is CGI, but it just it just it, it's very dated at this point. But um, it's just like why are these. Like, why do we need all this? Like, we didn't yeah. need a CGI plane flying at the screen. We just got a, we just saw a fucking goddamn big ass yeah. nuclear explosion. Uh, at the time, I was fine with nuke the fridge. I think I still am actually fine with it. it you know? Yeah, I thought I think it's fun. I don't know why. I saw a bunch of people making comment on it on Letterbox, and I didn't really understand why people have a problem with it. I think it's, 
I mean, it is ridiculous. Is it any more or less ridiculous than anything else in the series that we've seen? No. Is it that? Is that it? Is it that like he would die if that happened? Like it's it's that like protect him. It's like is that if what he survived saying? the nuclear explosion, that means he's like you know pretty much not going to die. Which there's no, it takes uh, all the peril out of it. Which is like it's uh, fucking Indiana okay. Jones. They're going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm stupid, but I thought that would work. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't work if you got. It was lead line, Peyton. Of course, it would work. <laughs> I, that whole, I that there's sequence. just so many questions as far as like why did they go through the trouble of like decorating? They got a TV that wor- you yeah. were working. That's what I was about to ask. Why Dressed the f- up all the dummies that decorated the house? Set up. The they turned the TV on. There's the a set decor. The, the military just, set decorator. You know, it's just commentary on the government wasting our tax dollars. It is government yeah. waste. <laughs> These corporate fat cats, pork belly. Oh, I do man. think it's funny. I think it's funny how they uh, like Indy runs. He's like thirsty, of course. He runs in, tries to turn on the water. Water doesn't work. Then he goes inside. All the fucking water's working water outside water's with on. the goddamn sprinklers. He's like, why the hell couldn't they get in, in there? I'm thirsty as hell. Yeah. None of the logic of this place makes sense. <laughs> Fucking military. I used to be a colonel, goddamn. Why were there things in the fridge? <laughs> with some like with some Oppenheimer dude. Maybe we'll find out in Oppenheimer why they did all this. Is this this is Oppenheimer's gonna be the real Rosencrantz and Crossover yeah. of Kingdom of the Kingdom Crystal, of the Crystal Skull. Skull. Got it. Cool. Check. I now have a frame of reference going in. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, that, uh, going back to that, uh, the fucking, like, Indy running away, like, leaving the, the Area 51, uh, the, the bit I love is he's, like, when he's, like, driving, uh, after the Windstone Double Cross, is, like, they're playing chicken, and just, Mac is going, you don't know him, you don't know him, yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. like, <laughs> and Indy just fucking, like, does what he does and grabs onto yeah. a light and fucking, oh, God, <laughs> that whole, that whole so action fun. sequence is, anyway, I'm, yeah, that's Here. that's the that's the th- the second best part of this movie is the so, action sequences. And I love that. And 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 things that I love are also like things that are frustrating because uh, they feel just like like uh, 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 unforced errors are like one. I wish that we didn't spend as much time with our villains. I think Kate Blanchett. I think that might be what our first time, second time saying her name in the podcast. Forty five minutes in, mm-hmm. she's incredible. But I think, like, narratively, we might need a little less of her. Maybe give her, like, a henchman going out to, like, find things or something like that. Because, like, I feel like we got, like, a little too much exposure. Uh, uh, and by the end, I'm just like, yeah, she's still hanging around here, huh? All right, all right. Um, yeah. yeah. She's going to have to be, like, the one who gets jacked up somehow by her, you know, vaingloriousness and, and uh, 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 own ego. Um, but th- between, like, that and then also something I noticed is like this is easily the most time that we've spent like in America and in, in mm-hmm. Indiana Jones movie. Like we stayed in America too long, we overstayed our welcome, and yeah. we needed to get somewhere else. Took too long think, to I, see that plane and that red line. I think I, I think they were like, you know, you know, we haven't spent a lot of time uh, either Americas, so we're going to go to North and South. Well, I think somebody I don't know if it was Spielberg or. Harrison, somebody was like, I'm not leaving the country because I don't want to travel away from my family. So I feel like that had a, a big thing to do with them st- staying in America for a lot of it. 
Yeah, I noticed that um, on the special features, they because um, they usually shoot at Elstree. They shot in Southern California for the all the studio stuff. So they they mm-hmm. fucking just straight up just stayed in America. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't blame them. I love you know? speaking of action sequences that I loved. I love the um, uh, Marion jumping the boat thing into the into the river. It's so fun. About the duck. Yeah, and I love the I love when they're the first time they pass the the cliff, and she like looks over, and you can see her like wheels turning of like yep. I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump this thing into the into the river. She has this <laughs> troublemaker sly grin on her <laughs> face, and we all are like, Oh Mary, Oh Mary. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing though. That car, you know what it needed? It needed a good steering wheel that don't fly off. <laughs> Why you're driving? <laughs> Let go of that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 whole yeah. Her, anyway, Karen, do you think you love his, so Do you think you love his mother-in-law? <laughs> you think he admitted? I mean, he liked his father-in-law, Abner Ravenwood. Right. So oh my God, he admitted. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. I also it was a small moment, but I love um early on we're just I'm just jumping all over the place, but that's yeah. fine. That's what this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> early on in the movie when um he first meets uh Mutt and um Mutt starts that fight in the in the bar and he punches the guy and then and then the girlfriend is like, That's my boyfriend, and she punches Mutt in the face. That was really that was funny good. to me. I noticed for the first time during that fight that Indy <laughs> takes his hat off and puts it on another guy to like I guess just distract the Russians. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't see that. Or maybe they were like Hey, uh, in this next shot, you're not wearing your hat. Whenever we go back and shoot that other scene, I'll just put my hat on top of another guy's head. That'll, that'll solve that problem. Fucking continuity God, no, king over here. It's also such a fun. <laughs> for is the continuity it's also department. just such a fun um, narrative bit to be like, I'm gonna throw them off the track by putting my hat on some other guy. That's yeah, that's such a that's such a Looney Tunes goofy ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. You know what? No, never mind. We're done here. Moving on. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say other than like, you know, this, this is the first time we're getting like like actual like needle drops aside from anything goes, which wasn't yeah, necessarily it's... a needle drop. What, what 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 was it? Like ain't nothing but a hound dog? There was an Elvis song and then there was some other fucking sock hop bullshit. I love that um Spielberg's, you know, the, the most prolific, you know, filmmaker ever. Like he gets access to like he doesn't use needle drops a lot in movies, but like number one, Ready Player One, he's got a fucking Prince song in that movie. He's got fucking Bruce yeah. Springsteen. I'm just like fucking Spielberg. Fucking, he's like, hey, I'm turning in this card, baby. I'm, yep. I'm fucking doing the work. Anyway, he got, uh, he got, you know, he picked a good Prince song for Ready Player One. We need an '80s uh, Indiana Jones so we can get some Prince on that soundtrack. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Mutt Williams and. I gotta say, it, it, it was interesting watching this for the first time since seeing it in theaters, and being able to, um, like, separate the character from the actor, and, like, I can see the character working in this movie, and, like, if it were someone else, like, Shia just, just ain't it, from, like, even from, like, a hair thing, like, I, I know... How what it's like to have like curly hair like he does, and they try and mm-hmm. make his hair look like Harrison Ford's, and it just can't. It can't mm-hmm. do that. 
Like it's you can't comb. I guarantee you, he was not upset combing his hair as much as he had to in this movie. Yeah. Um. Well, obviously, Shia was the was Hollywood's it boy back in you know back from 2006 to about 2010. So it makes sense why they cast him in this movie. No. Yeah. I mean, from a business perspective. It was very clear why they were doing what they're doing with who they were doing it with. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, could have been a good chance to like cast an unknown. It could have been, I don't know who else would have even like been apparently in the, the original Aaron idea. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the original idea was to have Indy have a daughter, which I think would have been really cool. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But um, but Ugh. I think. Either she, Lucas she didn't or want to somebody, wear the short shorts. That's what it was. Well, she didn't want to wear no, the shorts. No, Lucas or somebody else was like, Jurassic Park has like the daughter, so they were like, that's too similar, and they wanted so they went and did a son instead. And I was like, Boo. Indiana Jones is different from Jurassic Park, it's though. Very like, different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can I can imagine the backlash there would have been if it had been like Indiana Jones had like it would have been like Star Wars The Force Awakens with Ray. It might not have been as bad Maybe not in 2008. As bad. Yeah, like, back then. Yeah. In that weird way that like things get worse before they get mm-hmm. better sometimes, where they get better yeah. and then they get worse than they were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this is, I feel this like that, before- that's like the window you could have like actually done that in. Yeah. Well, this, was, this was 2008. Uh, Twitter was relatively new. Pretty, pretty oh true true Mason. there wouldn't I, have been as many in i think i got a, I think my yeah. my twitter account my first one i had i got that in 2008 so it was like i think didn't twitter come out in 2005 uh to, uh, facebook was 2005 i think twitter was like oh six or seven so yeah it was like still relatively new and then yeah. all the all the racists and old people were on facebook yet so like <laughs> yeah they were all on 4chan well the british yeah. were <laughs> I don't know a lot of old people on Fortune. It is cool that the main villain is a woman, though. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, something cool that I thought was whenever I remember I watched this and when I saw it in the theater, I was like, "Oh, that's a cool little character thing." But they link it to the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles with the whole Pancho Villa thing. So if you want to see that adventure, you can actually watch that because that's an episode. Oh, that's of the- cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I love like hearing about all these little side quests and stuff like that. And it's cool. It's like, oh yeah, we're we're just fucking culling what already exists. Yeah, and like you know, it's like we weren't making stuff. I don't know why Harrison Ford was is the fucking architect of this whole <laughs> cinematic universe. All of a sudden, it's like we weren't. You know, we were just writing the stuff. I was in the writers' room, just you know, just with the, with the, with the whiteboard like everybody else, just putting. Cue cards on the on the on the on the table, or maybe put note cards on a cork board. I don't know. I'm not a writer. I'm Harrison Ford. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm getting better at my impression. My uh, yeah, yeah. it's you know originally I can't do it because I I would make the microphone peak. But there was a while in which Harrison Ford was only in movies in which his family got stolen. And so my <laughs> my impression, I would just go in the bars, just go to friends and just grab them by the collar and yell, "Where's my family?" Because that's like half he was of Liam these Neeson movies. before Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to. We need to start a letterbox list that uh, is just Harrison Ford's trying to save his family, and it's just like <laughs> there's so many fucking movies. Um. um I I also um, uh, in the, the the I didn't notice as much in like the the second and third act. But the whole time we're still in in the states, I really wish Indy had a better cut of trousers because they were like a little baggy and they kind of had like that old man sag to them a little bit. 
And it was like kind of bumming me out in the first. My man's sixty six like, years old. Of course, he's gonna have that old man sag. Yeah, no, I understand <laughs> that. But this is Indiana Jones. He can have the old man sag. And also, after all, <laughs> I love how so quickly in this movie he like gets fired, uh, and and it's for not all of the students he's been sleeping with for decades on decades. Or as later as reference, oh, you're a teacher? Part-time. <laughs> so he, just, he was just a part-time teacher. <laughs> Full-time sexual deviant. <laughs> I think another thing that this movie didn't benefit from was the fact that I think we're just finally going to talk about it. How shitty that goddamn skull looked and how much of this movie it was right. fucking in. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. It looks so pla I didn't realize I didn't remember how plastic it looked. Like the it, first time it was on screen, the, I was like, Guess what? Is there a plot the, point where that's like the fake crystal and then they find the real one? And the it's like, no, they all look like this. <laughs> the they all look like something a stoner bought from a Spencer's gifts in nineteen ninety-five <laughs> and stuffed with <laughs> saran wrap for some reason. They um the one that's in the Disney store that you can buy that is actually screen accurate because they just they 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 built it just to put on the store and they were just yeah. like it's got perfect five stars it's like it looks just like the movie it's because it's probably yeah. fucking made of the same material yeah <laughs> cut against the grain it's humanly impossible and I was like wait a minute is that a mold line I see I, was, I think it's that weird how they like animated the brain that's in it some sometimes because like when he holds it up to the door, it's like I'm like, yeah. what's going on up in that little noggin? What's what's happening? Some <laughs> some some gears are turning. Something's like going on. Scan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Hurt's in this movie. <laughs> Everybody, John Hurt in the picture. I did not. Hurt. I did not. <laughs> R.I.P. John Hurt. I did not know that we would uh, on this podcast we would cover two John Hurt movies, and um, <laughs> the John Hurt count is up to two. Uh, yeah, and um, I'm very surprised. And they both that, have aliens. Yeah, and they both are. Wow. Yeah. They're just the, there's George your Lucas. letterbox. There's your letterbox category right there. George Lucas is just sitting there. Um, was like, how are we gonna get? Um, Somebody who has a history with aliens. <laughs> Somebody British, and like they're just they're, some, someone who's who's who has uh, intimate experience with aliens. Playing Guess Who here, like <laughs> that's uh, actually what it was. It was just a, it was just yeah. a card. Guess Who with a bunch of British actors. Uh, now had they had they service. had the alien come out of their chest. It's like, yes, knocks down everyone but two. <laughs> the real fan service would have been John Hurt just being like, Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, indigestion. <laughs> th- like, during the wedding scene. It is cut scene, cut scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, God, apparently, apparently like Sala could- was, supposed to, was written to be in the wedding scene, but he was like, I'm not showing up for just one scene. So mm. that, that fair enough. That doesn't make any sense to me. He's like, that, my man's flying in from Egypt to hang out with a guy he hadn't seen in like He's been waiting years. for Marion and Indy to get married for years. He's still dealing with the fallout for blowing up his goddamn brother-in-law's car. He's been paying off that car. He had an awful interest rate on that car. He had five. He had, that's some, that that bitch had five camels. And with the interest rate, he still, he still owes him 19 camels. 
God, that's why I told him, like, for the car, you got to go in CarMax. For the camels, you got to go in CamMax, man. <laughs> Cam Camvana. They got the world's first camel. <laughs> Have I talked about that joke from Fletch, uh, uh, Confess Fletch? Where, no, uh, he I buys haven't a, fucking watched that movie. He buys a van, and, like, he calls the guy. He's like, hi. Uh, he's like, yeah, I just saw your listing on OnlyVans.com. <laughs> <sighs> it's like, it's a throwaway, it's a throwaway joke, sure. and it's so fucking. That movie That's is good. just. That movie is slammed full of jokes. Aaron's yeah. just like blinking, you miss him. I've watched it twice and I was still catching jokes. It's anyway. <laughs> that's what kind of comedies we need to make nowadays. Everybody, don't just put it on streaming. Put it in the theater anyway. Even though I did see uh, Confess Fletch in the theater, a bit I liked. Speaking of jokes, is Indy going? Uh, it's like as soon as I get out of these binders, I'm going to break your nose. And then as soon as he does, he fucking breaks his nose. He <laughs> like, broke my nose. Told yeah, you. I told you. Uh, I I wish Mac had just stayed bad. I was full on expecting not to see Ray Winstone again for the rest of the movie because that's what these movies do. Is they have like your in, like sort of cameo yeah. in the beginning. I didn't need like then, a fifth person. Yeah. <laughs> in the third act, I'm like they are rolling six deep right now. Like we need to like people. shed some fucking weight. And then like I feel like that's why they had to do the double turn, the triple turn or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was just that was like a little too much and yeah, like it, they they kind of needed to shed some people from 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 the adventure party as it were. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I agree. I love the, uh, yeah, when Indy, we talked about it, but when Indy sees Marion, he's just so giddy. And then they immediately yeah. get into an argument. And then yep. the exchange yeah. I love, he's like, why? You're looking for a date? She's like, with anyone but you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I love, I also love the fight that they have when they're captured by the Soviets and, and they're in the back of the vehicle. And then, um, and then she says well it's not like you were faithful to me the whole time and he was like he was like but no no uh there was a lot of women but none of them were you honey yeah they (laughs) They all had the the same same problem problem. none of them were you honey Uh, that's a bar that's a fucking golden yeah and she's so like she like swoons it's absolutely fucking Fucking uh, uh, Mac wanted gold. That's a gold bar right there, my friend. Pick that up. Put that in your trousers. Oh my god! At the end of the, I know I'm jump, jumping around again, but at the end of the movie where the where I think Indy says that their gold was knowledge or something, all I thought about was the bones are their money. <laughs> <laughs> Or is is I think you should leave uh, uh, Henry Jones the Fourth. Well, th- there is that sketch where he has a fedora with the two things it's coming off. True, true. Brian Safari hat, and, I, and he, I bet you didn't know this. But Indiana Jones keeps dice in his pocket at Indiana all times. Indiana Jones. <laughs> There's also another fella that Harrison Ford knows pretty well that is has got some dice that he likes to keep around. Hand solo. Um, quick question. This just came to mind, so I don't even though I don't I don't know. This might be a, a dumb this might be a bad question. Indy and Marion or Han and Leia? Oh, Indy and Marion. Oh, 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 yeah. 
Between what is Han the Solo question? And like, who's That's better? what I'm saying. Is like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the, the, the criteria is right now. Like, who's the better couple or something? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But it was just like, damn, man. Those are like two of like the yeah. best genre couples that we're ever going to get in the history of movies. And, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's the Harrison, the hunk Ford, uh, mm. in, in both of them. I do common think denominator. it's denominator. Well, I we think, I think the that common denominator. Marion is pretty consistent between both the movies. Whereas Leia just, uh, between something happened between empire and return of the Jedi and which she lost some of her, I don't know if it was because George Lucas came in and like modified some stuff between the movies. But like mm-hmm. she just lost that that I don't know oomph I guess yeah her lost like, funk yeah yeah like you know kicking ass and all that stuff which she's you know yeah. she still she because return she kind of turns back into that damsel in distress anyway. mm-hmm. I do think I think that Han and Leia are a little bit less problematic but I think that the chemistry is a little bit better with Indy and Marion and um yeah I just think the chemistry is better with yeah. Harrison Ford and Karen Allen, but I, was, I, was I, I gonna, love uh, Leia I and Han as say, characters, though. Yeah, I mean Leia and Han are are fucking you know immortal, but yeah, I was just gonna say yeah from the aspect of like who do I want to watch? Yeah, and I love the yeah, idea I that, that open ended. Yeah, I love the idea that like that that in in this movie that. Indy's been with like all these other women, but Marion, he was always comparing them to Marion. I think that's, yeah. that's really cause they do just their chemistry is the best out of all the pairings in the mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. and they just work together so well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really, yeah, it says a lot without saying much, mm-hmm. you know, it really helps like fill in the gaps of like all these years, the way that the series jumps around. And uh, to know that, like, any time you're watching any of these movies, like, that's where his heart has always been. Yeah. You know, I, also I mean. Like, I also like the consistency in, in Mary Marion's character of, like, every time Indy leaves her life, she doesn't, like she doesn't like fall apart. She just is sort of like, okay, well he's gone, but I, I have to keep living like, mm-hmm. yeah. like three months after he <laughs> left her at the altar, she got married to some other guy to make sure that like her son started would dating have him, a dad. Didn't, didn't yeah. Marry him, started dating him. <laughs> but like, like in all the situations where Indy's left her alone, she's, she's always been like, okay, well, I'll just move forward. And I think that's really um, interesting. But also on the other hand, every time Indy comes back into her life, she's, she doesn't let him off the hook, but she's willing to give him another chance, which Mm -hmm. I think is, is so, I don't know. It's, it's touching in a way. And it's, um, I don't know. There's just something really compelling and interesting about that. Um, There's also this weird correlation where every time he's in her life, She's constantly almost dying. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's weird. It's, it's very interesting that she immediately like slips back into it. She's like, well, fuck you. And then she's like, but I really want to fuck you. Yeah. It's yeah. an old shoe. That's, I, I, that's, that's, that's it, man. That's yeah. what it is. 
An- oh, another action sequence that I really liked is when they're opening the tomb and the stairs, the disappearing stairs. I think that was a yes. cool sequence. Faster, faster, <laughs> faster. Any, anytime they're 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 straight up raiding some tombs, like it's this this movie's like kind of banging. Uh, also, towards the beginning also, in the, uh, the graveyard with with uh, just Indian mutt, like all yeah. that's like fucking great. One of my notes yeah. for that is a uh, cemetery foo. <laughs> I also think it's cool going back to what um uh what you said about like the plot bones being really good. I think it's cool that this Indiana Jones is the focus of the the goal of the story is to return the relic mm-hmm. to where it came yeah. from and like where yeah. like where it's supposed to go where where um I don't think any of the previous films did that. What's no. funny about this one is that um, it's um, uh, like Temple, sort of with were, last. Uh, oh, Temple, Temple they returned yeah. the, the stone. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, with this, but movie, that's not the initial goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was character development. This movie, yeah. uh, the main, the main goal of this movie is just knowledge. Like I learned so much shit watching this movie. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know that big scorpions were not poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like a fun. Uh, and like the difference little... between quicksand and uh, and uh, and, uh, and a dry sand pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, big this damn was, ants. This, this was <laughs> this movie was the result of George Lucas finding Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, uh, David. He just he's called up David Cope. He's like, speaking I know of you, the ants. For some reason, I could not. You know, you know how Stanley Kubrick called up Stephen or Stephen King while he was making The Shining and asked him weird, weird questions about like if God exists or like what do you believe? You know, the afterlife, all this stuff. The whole the whole making of this movie was George Lucas calling David Cope, the screenwriter, just going, "Hey, I was just reading on the uh, on the ants Wikipedia, the movie, not the not the actual ant. Did you know that?" <laughs> He's just he's just going he's just it's just George Lucas he's reading through all of Wikipedia starting with the letter A. Speaking of the ants, I could not uh I could not withhold or suspend my disbelief when the ants were like building a tower to get to Cape Blanchett. <laughs> Oh, fire God. ants can do that. Have you seen a fucking go on YouTube and watch a fucking fire ant fucking like ball? They like they ball up and float, and that's yeah, and, like, yeah. They do all kinds of crazy shit like that. <laughs> now, when they're made out of CG, that's a different. Yeah, story. yeah. I think that's what it was. Hey, 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 David. Hey, David. But did you know that by this time, Pixar's project, then similarly called Bugs, was well known within the animation community. In general, both ants and a bug's life center on a young male ant, a drone with oddball tendencies, who struggles to win George, a princess's hand by George, saving their society. George, did you know George, that? George, we've been through this. I'm not writing the screenplay anymore. I'm writing <laughs> Spider-Man 4 for Sam Raimi. We're trying to get that off the ground. Vulture's going to be in this one. Fucking... Sony already tweeted at a date of when the movie's going to come out. It's supposed to, <laughs> it's it's not going to get canceled and it's not going to be a date that gets brought up every year on the internet for until the end of time. No, I'm no working I know. On it. I know John Malkovich is already locked in, but we got a, we got a weird you know, Mysterio thing that Bruce Campbell's you know? going to be Mysterio, but it's only going to be as a joke. <laughs> did you, did, did you know that Lassiter, John Lassiter said 
Uh, uh, if this hits, it's going to be like space movies after Star Wars for commuter, computer animation studios, he told various friends. I should have been wary, Lassiter recalled. <laughs> the voice transferring into reading. Off of the- <laughs> George, uh, George, do you ever donate uh, to Wikipedia? I know you're on there every night. Did you know that night. Jeffrey Katzenberg moved the suddenly? He so suddenly moved the opening of He's ants dodging the question from again. March 1999 <laughs> to October 1998. Can you can you can you your actually? I should probably ask Stephen why Jeffrey did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm I gotta gonna, go. Okay, I, I gotta, gotta call Stephen. All right, see you at home. <laughs> um, I feel like every comedy sketch should end with "All right, see you at home." <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your other dimension Love you about version? Time? Of uh, I think you should leave. Is I'll see you at home. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pitch it to Prime to Amazon. I'm gonna make <laughs> a, a, a see you at home. Oh uh, man. Uh, yeah, the ants in this movie, like for whatever reason, I was fine with all the CGI ants because like what they did yeah. with the CGI ants was fucking gnarly. Yeah. Um, the one like, part I didn't like was the guy. You can see him like wiggling around, and I'm like, oh, that looks fake as shit. <laughs> it still was like fucking gnarly, though. Like, it, yeah. it reminded me of the, the big bug sequences in the uh, 05 King Kong Peter Jackson movie. Oh, yeah. Like, digital bugs, I'm for whatever reason, like four, but digital animals, get the fuck out of here with that. Those beetles um, in uh, The Mummy fucked me up. Oh, yeah. Starship Troopers. Oh, oh my God! Absolutely, boy, that movie was on a legal pay per view a lot in my house. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, we got, we also got the ant guts on camera too. That was fun. oh, that was that's a fun touch. I think I think the dick guy did that because they were like, all right, <laughs> got his fucking here. You can already. take a break from Shia LaBeouf's dick. You can animate juice going on the lens. What kind of juice? <laughs> what kind of juice? What kind of juice are we talking about? <laughs> so far, I've been animating Thor- one. We talk about thorax juice. <laughs> <laughs> thorax juice, Barry Wyndham. Ugh, man. <sighs> so I really don't. Uh, the- Sorry, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying the note I have is like for all the warriors I just wrote, they're in the walls. They're in the goddamn walls. walls. I is when that, that the part, aliens reference? When that part happened in the movie, at first I was like, are these people are they human? Or are they not human? I think that's a because they're perfect in the walls. Question. And then I was like if John Hurt, what's his character? If Ox. he, if Oakley Ox, if he was in the temple before, and presumably the same thing happened, how did they put the walls back together? They got one guy who's like he's their cement man. <laughs> he's running up, he's spackling the shit out of the walls. He's fucking painting them. He's like, they're coming that, back. Well, was that before or after? Uh, uh, like as far as they got, as far as Oxley got before. Because he got to the one no, part, but then he couldn't knock down all the, the no, pieces, No, because right? Indy, because, because um, the, yeah, Indy they, said he got past that because he was like, how did you get through these people before? And that's when he pulled out the crystal uh, skull. Okay. And they so all he, like spread. He got all, yeah, yeah he got, got all the way, all the way up to the obelisk and then he couldn't figure out how oh, to yeah, open up the obelisk. Figure, yeah, okay. yeah, and then he, right, right. And then, okay. and then 
Yeah. Uh, so, so presumably, but also he couldn't have been the first one to visit the temple. Like they kind of, and like, do they just have a daily shift where they go into the walls and wait all day long? (laughs) Or are they like otherworldly, like guardians that just look human? I I just love the fact that I'm getting switched to daytime. I'm getting switched to to bright yellow thing up to bright yellow thing down. Is, uh, that's that's I don't know. It's just a better like lifestyle choice for me. Well, at least you just get to night owl as I you just was. get to hang out the walls all day. I'm I'm running around with a freaking cement and a trowel, having to fucking <laughs> slap up the whole opening because I, y'all keep like- a mouse will fart. You just jump out that wall. You know how many times I've had to go through and speckle that shit back up. <laughs> <laughs> You talk about, oh, I got a day shift, night shift. Fuck off. Fucking <laughs> 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 mouse will fart. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I see, in my head, there was like, there's like a lookout that like sees when people are coming. And yeah, so, the like, eye when, open. Yeah, yeah. And so like when there's people coming, like he'll go around to the green room and just be like, "All right, he's about five minutes away." And they're like, "Thank you, five <laughs> places." When they're all waiting for someone to to uh, desecrate the temple, they're like sitting in the green room, like <laughs> eating like noodles and having smoke. I'm, I'm loving Thank that you we places. Finally, I'm glad that we fucking figured out the. The inner workings of this fucking attack party at the beginning yeah. of this fucking temple. <laughs> I, th- I think this is the first th- since the this is the first time since the the Hovitos and Raiders, yeah, that we've seen like actual like you know warriors or whatever. Like yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily call the thuggy. Those are just cult dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I know Last Cru- Crusade didn't have them. I would uh, I would say this would be uh, a good. Uh, 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 goon chatter segment, but it would yeah. it would be in their native tongue that Nick and I have learned. Uh, but no, no one else, you know, it knows wouldn't be anyway, accessible so, to yeah, our exactly. listeners. I know? mean, it's a language that nobody's spoken in three thousand years. So. Three thousand years. <laughs> uh, we had to like lead our way. We had to use the mind to kind of lead our way through it. Um, I need to talk about this. I have it in my notes. So we've talked about, you know, the weird shit with the aliens and like uh, getting sucked up and all that stuff. Um, there's the point in which Mac when is When the going- aliens suck Indy off. Yeah, that yeah. was weird when they put uh, that in there. Um, God, yeah. And then Marion. <laughs> we Marianne's want like, that nut, Indiana. Oh, God. <laughs> they wanted knowledge. <laughs> There's a reason why there's a reason why their skulls are elongated. They're blown out. (laughs) (laughs) Take us to your nutsack, Indiana. (laughs) I thought we would go through at least one franchise without talking about Jesus. John Hurts just open up and it's all just gummies. We were almost we we're almost done with this franchise. We, we, I, I saw I was like, we're at the end of the tunnel. We got one movie left. And I was like, I'm no my man James Mangold ain't gonna work in some work in some skeet into the fucking Dollar Destiny. But y'all fucking did it somehow, and I'm I'm both proud and appalled. So <laughs> sorry, your note. 
Mac is Mac <laughs> is going chat got sucked up into that great jerk sock in the sky. <laughs> oh god. Uh so yeah, Mac is going through like picking up all these treasures and then Indian company are like running out and then he used the bullwhip to catch him and then Mac's getting like sucked up into the thing and he says, "Jonesy, I'm going to be all right." And gives him a wink. Yeah. <laughs> so, these aliens are interdimensional beings that go between dimensions. So my theory is Matt got sucked up into the dimension machine, got transformed into a cat, and was emptied out in London. It's as the same voice. Growl Tiger. <laughs> same <laughs> fucking voice. And then he immediately he landed in London, uh, met a guy named McCavity. <laughs> And, of course, McCavity informed oh. him, ineffable. And well, then... Look, he's, he's he's the thing about McCavity, McCavity, he's the baddest cat there will ever be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is my theory about how it had to link Crystal Skull and the musical cats. The McCavity's movie. not there. I thought it was going to be like a Mac and me connection. I thought you were going to say he became like an alien. Those fucking aliens might as well have been goddamn Mac and me. What did Mac stand for? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. Mac does stand for something in Mac and me. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a uh, something alien creature? It's like something, yeah. Oh, man. What does Mac stand for? Ugh. I like. Um, oh, it's short for Big Mac. Okay, because it's the oh, whole okay. fucking movies at McDonald's. Um, oh, I forgot that. Yep. Um, uh, I like uh, when the UFO goes up into the sky, and then this was like the only note I took from the movie. But Indy says, "Where did they go? Space." That was good. No, they went to the space between spaces. <laughs> space between. Space between. I uh yeah, just random random quotes that I wrote down that I just want to rattle off because I feel like we're wrapping up. Um, I love oh, it. Oh, we're when- wrapping up. I got like twenty more things. Are you fucking really serious? <laughs> uh, not really. I have like four. Well, I just want to kind of do my quotes one real quick. Yeah. Actually, you know, mm-hmm. you can do your stuff. We'll do the quotes run. We'll save it sure. for the end. What do you All What right. do you got, Rip? What else uh, I love in Oxley's uh, 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 cell, uh, which was like a fun dark scene. I felt like yeah. there was a fun return to like some horror sequences, like that good indie horror, like uh, mostly with like the ants and stuff. But in the cemetery sequence, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved uh, all the the Punisher skulls that were on the the wall in the, in Oxley's cell. <laughs> Just like, oh man, this guy's a real fucking le. He's a supporter. big Punisher fan. Yeah. God, <laughs> they didn't cut. To, they, I, they didn't I cut read to the, the comics. They didn't. They didn't cut to the fucking wall that's just got like a Blue Lives Matter flag. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um. I know there's a lot that's been made about the swinging monkeys um, and Shia swinging with. Mm. It really, this time around, felt like so shoehorned in. It it's felt weird. Like, it felt like one of those like weird like John Peters giant spider 
type of things mm-hmm. where like for years he was trying to shoehorn in like a giant spider into the Sp- uh, Superman movie or mm-hmm. a fucking uh, the big metal spider in Wild Wild West. Um, and it's just so just out of fucking left field and it looks like shit. And the best thing that we get out of it, it's the only reason that I'll even like not complain that it's in here, despite everything I've just said, is because we do get digital Kate Blanchett yeeting a monkey. And that yeah. was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Her, I was uh, like, all right, well, at least they did that with it. And fun fact, she later on went on to play a monkey in Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you I go. knew it was coming, and I. <laughs> I uh, if, you, <laughs> if you did not say "there you go," I was going to be mad. I, <laughs> I was re-listening to the Temple episode uh, a day or two ago, <laughs> and I know it's it's cliche to say the whole drinking game thing, but uh, oh gosh. there you go is fucking like every time it would be yeah, a good drinking game. Yeah. It would be a good drinking game, but actually, what I found myself doing was anticipating. I guess re-anticipating when you would drop one and uh-huh. saying it along with you was like very satisfying <laughs> to me. Uh, Just like one, a, a small pause and then there you go. If you want to do a drinking game and fucking die within five minutes, uh, just drink anytime me or Peyton say like. Or I say fuck. Oh, that makes or sense. fucking. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they got a really cool water ride here if they want one. The three drops. It drops three times. Yeah. That was yeah. a fun bit. Yeah. That was a great bit. You duck boat, you already got your vehicle. I just, I just, yeah, I just love uh, Andy. He's like, three drops, like three drops. He's like, they're like three drops. He's like, one, one, two, <laughs> and then they fall off. <laughs> And then like they're like they're like kind of like not all the way out of the boat yet. They're still yeah. like hanging on the side, and then they jump back and they're like, "All right, places everybody." <laughs> Three, and then this they finally all fall out. I like I like that. That was a good. Yeah, it's very fun. Oh, uh, I also uh, on realist and Nick love your uh, 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 pardon the uh, wordplay frantic Harrison Ford. Your voice like this. Uh, fools. <laughs> that's just that's just that's just but I uh my go to improv voice is hey everybody, oh my <laughs> god. <clears throat> I'll I'll lose a lot of breath doing it. That's why I don't do that voice that often. And even though I fucking do it in every goddamn improv scene I do anyway. What's going on, everybody? You doing You know how you fix that? <laughs> Stop doing improv scenes. Oh, stop doing improv. That's how you fix you put in, you nip that in the bud. I really want to make. A, I just had this note, but I really want to make it into a poster now. But it's Kate Blanchett is psychic commando. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of another thing that was just like, <laughs> I know time wise, it's got to be the Russians, but like the Russians never really had that. This is gonna sound weird, but the Russians were never really as like whimsical as the Nazis. Like we know that the Nazis were into like the occult and weird shit, and like we're like, well, fuck it, if it might work, like let's fucking go give us mm-hmm. an advantage whereas like you don't really hear that like i'm sure they obviously had their own shit the same way we had our own shit with like fucking uh what is it like m1 or mk ultra or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but like yeah that's kind of the other thing is just like i don't know you don't see russians going after like you know like fucking goofy shit like aliens you know it's it's uh 
I mean, it's the reason why for Dial of Destiny, they're going back to the well of using yeah. Nazis. Yeah. Well, and it's also like Nazis are bad. They could, yeah, they could go forward in time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. still have to fight Nazis. That's the twist. That's the fucking Shyamalan twist to this movie. Is they go in the, forward in time. In the beginning Author of the Author of Stuart movie, Little? <laughs> in the beginning of the movie is is Kate Blanchett trying to read his mind yes, or just yeah. read his face? Okay. That does that ever come back? Because I didn't notice it. Like, why did she think she could read his mind? Well, here's the here's the thing that happens. It's like <laughs> it's hinted that uh I feel like it's a character trait in which she thinks she's psychic, but she actually isn't because she oh, like okay, tries okay. to read his mind, doesn't right. work. And then later on she's like it's like I you know, she hooks tries to she makes Indy look into the crystal skull and she's like, Sometimes it works on people and sometimes it doesn't and like referencing mm. herself and she tried to do it. So like she didn't have a psychic link with that thing either. So, so yeah, I yeah. I took that to mean like the crystal skull only allows like those that are like pure of heart or whatever the fuck or like mm. pure of intention to mm-hmm. see. That makes sense. Because I was like, I just kind of rolled with the whole psychic thing for Cape Blanchett because it's yeah indie and everything. I think else I seems missed to be the follow up of true. it. Nick- yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, like, it turns out that she was just like a mentalist. And it's like, well, I actually kind of want to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just Kate Blanchett walking into rooms. Um, uh, someone's brother. Someone's brother. <laughs> I have a brother. I don't know what voice that was. It started off as Russian and it became fucking Benny Barbarito at the end of it. <laughs> I told him up his nose with a rubber hose. Hey, I'm Russian. <laughs> I'm Russian here. <laughs> my mom's always like, "Why well, you always rush it around?" I'm like, "That's where I'm from, ma. Don't you know this? You're from there, Gabagool." <laughs> I just wanted to say Gabagool. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Saturday uh, night, I've got a temperature. <clears throat> <laughs> Back to business. Uh, all right. Oh yeah, what are Andy. Your quotes? I love, uh, well, I love the fact, and he got a promotion at, at the end of all this shit. And, yeah, then, yeah. Um, and then he married, he married his, you know, married his long yeah. time, you know, woman he loved. Is, yeah, is anyone good. else not looking forward to finding out, like, what happened? And it, like, I'm just, I'm just anticipating it, like, kind of sucking. Whatever it I, is that, that happened between them, that they will not be in this movie. What I'm hoping they're doing is what I wanted them to do for this movie, and just and just Karen Allen's in it because she was at the premiere of the movie. Okay, and so I'm just thinking maybe she just has a quick cameo and it's done. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? That's what I'm thinking is going to happen, and I'm hoping it's going to happen. It She's seems probably like the not right as thing picky as as uh, John as uh, what's his name? Two John, plays. Oh, John Reese Davies. Yeah. John yeah. Davies. <laughs> She's like, I'll show up for a scene. That's fine. I'll be in a scene. <laughs> I mean, what's 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 John Reese Davies doing besides Rings movies? He, he's been doing what? He's been doing the Q video for. God, uh, I was just took it right out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> I was saving it. I was trying to fucking save it for the fucking right episode. But <laughs> here you go, fucking just blowing pod loads all over the fucking episode before early, <laughs> like you, a chump. You're, you're a fucking episode? podcast two pump chump. You talking about the episode that came out last week that we had? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that was canonically last week. 
<laughs> a little uh, a little uh, inside baseball we're getting anyway uh but yeah and then i love that uh, the little thing at the end where a about to put on the hat and andy says nah motherfucker that's mine yeah yeah i you forgot didn't test well he takes it yeah yeah i forgot that um and i like that bit too because it was like nah indy still got it he's he's still got the mantle i just think about uh Danny don't McBride you be getting and, any ideas <laughs> Danny mcbride and hot rod where he's like this is my hat now totally my hat uh, I, <laughs> I love the uh i don't like because i know nick you're watching the 4ks and 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 peyton i don't know if you're watching on disney plus as well or not but on disney plus in the extras they have the dikembe mutombo cut where uh, uh, Indy whacks the hat out of Mutt's hands, and then Dikembe Mutombo, in a tux, <laughs> comes out and says, no, no, no. And, and Indy's just waving his finger in Mutt's face. And he was, sitting, he was sitting on Marion's side of the church. He was. Yeah, the, he was, yeah, he they was were like, like one of the five. It was sad. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was sad that Mutt was on damn Indy's side, and Marion didn't have anybody on her side. I yeah. fucked up shit was I guess yeah, I guess turns for out stage, guys still wrote this movie. I guess for blocking purposes, <laughs> it would have looked weird if she had somebody over there. Because yeah. you would have had preacher Marion Indy Mutt instead of anyway. Was it me or um did it I'm feel interested like- to see I'm interested to see how they deal with Mutt in Dial of Destiny. That's that's like the other what thing if I'm they saying? just fucking like, kill just him the- off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Nazi just shoots him in the fucking head. <laughs> he got killed in Vietnam, which is happening right now. <laughs> and you just, you just hear, this is the end. <laughs> you just hear fucking Bone in the USA. A song from the 80s in a movie that takes place in the 60s? <laughs> yeah, James Mingold for ya. Um, uh, God damn it. <laughs> we were just talking sorry, about Sorry, sorry I distracted you. Uh, the oh, wedding, no. the wedding, yeah. The wedding. Uh, oh, the priest. Was the priest supposed to like look like we were supposed to pay attention to him? Because he had like a very, I don't know, kind of unique look. He had an interesting yeah, he, look, he, yeah. Yeah, he he really did, yeah. I remember when I saw it in the theater, I was like, is this supposed to be a cameo? Right, is this supposed to be somebody? And then like, he, and then he's just a guy. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even look him up. Let me look him up. I'm gonna look him up. I was just up. about to do that. Like, look yeah, that's. Now. That's Looking on the, that's guy. on the fucking casting director. You got to find a guy that's not distracting. You know that's yeah. why they normally go with like a skinnier guy, white, thin glasses, hair sort of receding back, blonde. His name is uh, Vincent Foster, and um, yo, he is just straight up like just a guy. Just a guy. Uh, some of his credits include um, Hungry Fish Con and Shake Redemption, uh, Vietnam Vet and Jarhead, um, Ref Number Three and Million Dollar Baby. Those are his. That's what he's known for, according to IMDb. So, yeah, yeah he's just, so like he's just very his prominent. Mustache and his glasses, like it's yeah. the mustache is the thing yeah. that gets me. Yeah. It makes him like stand out so much with the glasses and the haircut. Like it's yeah. it is all of it. Like the mustache is what immediately kind of like tips you off, and then you look at the rest of it. You're like, "There's too much going on here." <laughs> yeah, there's a <laughs> Back lot out going of the on. room. Yeah, lot going on in for the uh, for the preacher 
for the minister. Excuse me, uh, it's credited as Shy is canceled, right? Is yeah. he? Did he get yeah. canceled? Well, there's been like abuse allegations. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense that those and will come out. It is also just weird to think about like he's kind of the catalyst for a lot of the don't worry darling drama that was happening. Was that last year? Was he in that movie then backed out or something? He, yeah, he was in the movie. uh, Well, that was kind of part of the drama that was like, was, did he back out? Was he fired? Right. Like Olivia Wilde said he was fired because of the allegations. Yeah. But then, but then there was a video that came out that made it look like she had fought to keep him in the movie. Huh. And then she brings in Harry Styles, who she was already seeing or started seeing during the production. Don't know. Either or. I mean, this isn't a don't worry. And that leads to Olivia Wilde's breakup (laughs) with Jason Sudeikis. And that's how you got Ted Lasso season three. And season two, for that matter. And two, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which you know i liked how ted last and had, also so. something about a salad is that the podcast we're starting up that's gonna be the after show something, about show. something about a salad it's gonna be <laughs> us vaguely talking about seinfeld in that one episode where they kept talking about the big salad oh i gotta get a big salad <laughs> gotta get the big salad yeah this was like i don't know if this is when did child above just have that that just like start having that crazy not crazy period but just like weird artistic period where like there's he like watched all of his movies in the theater like and like recorded himself doing it i'm trying to think of these oh, feels around like 2012 or something like all these performance art pieces he was doing that led into like honey boy and then mm-hmm. all that which i don't even know when that came out anyway that, that peanut butter span. falcon peanut, peanut butter falcon's fucking great i love that i still movie. need to watch that i hear that uh, great, though you would love it Especially yeah, out of like all the people I know, right? there is a lot of wrestling yeah. in it, but it's uh, it, it also made me tear up a lot. Anyway, yeah, Shia LaBeouf is great in that movie. That's a fucking isn't phenomenal movie. The uh, hit film thing the where he watched all his shit isn't that where like we got the clapping gif? Yeah, <laughs> there's like him. So there's your uh, cultural touchstone. Yeah, there's like a lot of reactions of like him like watching like there's like periods where he you know watches stuff and he's crying and all this stuff. I yeah. think it's just from memory. Oh, there's of one it. where he's like looking angry, right? I feel yeah. like I remember seeing a yeah, remember clip of him looking angry episode. in a movie theater. Pretty much every uh, reaction gif you could possibly come think of could probably come from that whole experience. <laughs> anyway, all right, time for the. Anybody got any thoughts before my quote roundup? The quote, no thoughts, quotes, head like. empty. Or should we save all these quotes for the final quote after we rate? Let's just, let's just, do we want to do that? Do, or, I don't know. I just want to, I don't want to say your final quote, Rip. Just rip through them. I'll just rip through these quotes real quick. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I meant drop dead comrade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I being accused of besides surviving a nuclear blast? Uh, don't touch anything. <laughs> What's the next one? Oh, him yelling, this is intolerable as they're running away from the Russians before they get stuck in the quicksand. That's fucking oh, great. Oh, I missed that. That's so fun. Um, There's no Sears and Robux here. Grab the snake. Maybe I can, maybe I can just touch the bottom. Uh, <laughs> that was good. That part fucking cracks me up. 
I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, yeah. And then um, they were archaeologists. And then somewhere your grandpa's laughing. Anyway, those were all the quotes <laughs> I wrote down that I really enjoyed. What is it? No. Um, <clears throat> maybe this is just like a thing that's just kayfabe in movies. Uh, but I do love it whenever the picture of someone in a movie is for just a still from the previous movie framed. Uh, this is a note that I wrote down for my fast for the Fast X episode. We haven't because that fucking movie is wall. <laughs> oh, does to it? Wall. Yes, <laughs> framed stills from previous yeah. movies. Oh my yeah. god! They use framed stills That's from so previous true. movies in Walgreens fucking frames in the movie. Like if they're yeah. in a fucking CVS, there are their pictures from previous films. <laughs> Actually. George Lucas helped out on Fast X and was just like, he called up David Cope and he was just like, I found this website called, uh, it's on Wikipedia, but you can find, so there's another, there's another website called Shot Deck and which is just stills from movies. Maybe if we could use that as a tool to just print off uh, stills from, um, to put in the picture frames and other movies. I just have George Lucas in my head in a, in a wood paneled den with like the lights off, it's carpeted, just at a wood table at the fucking tower desktop family computer. Oh yeah, <laughs> just looking all this stuff up. Either that or <laughs> either, either that or an old like um, the tube monitor. I was thinking either that or an old Toshiba laptop with the little the rubber nub in the middle of the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the mouse a little. Yeah. Oh god! Look, it moves just from there. You don't have to use your finger for the whole thing. You can just use it from there. Okay, Dad. Thank, thank, thanks. <laughs> He's talking Good. to Jet. He's talking to Jet Lucas. <laughs> Jet's like, I'm gonna go, I gotta go hang out with Chet. Do you think Jet Lucas and Chet Hanks hang out? <laughs> Chet and yeah, that's the Chet and Jet connection. They probably man. did one. That's coming they to Disney Plus. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they were trampoline buddies. You know, those two got down on a trampoline back in the day. <laughs> Jet with two T's. Oh man, his like default picture. Is uh, great. It's just him as the Padawan from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Pretty. Great. Oh, is he the little one that gets killed? He's the one that's like kicking all the ass, and then like oh, okay. um, he gets shot, and then Bell Organa goes no, and then um, <laughs> anyway, it's in the trailer. All right, what do we want to rate this movie? Out of uh, 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 Cape Blanchett yeeted monkeys. Yes, can we rate it out of that. Yes, we can. I accidentally clicked on the wrong spreadsheet. We're in, wow. we're in Fantasy Movie League, and I accidentally um, always click Fantasy Movie League. We need to rechange that change the name of that spreadsheet. Can't be the same. can't start with a letter F. That's what the franchise surprise <laughs> spreadsheet starts with. Anyway, it gets me too sometimes. Yeah. So to sum up all the movies we've done so far, I gave. Uh, see who did that me and who did what sorry i dropped my microphone i don't know if you heard it but oh <laughs> uh, i was summarizing <laughs> yes yeah, summarizing our ratings so far uh right we gave uh me and peyton gave raiders five out of five rip gave it a 4.5 temple of doom a four out of five across the board uh, Last Crusade, me and Rip gave five out of five, and then Peyton gave it a three point five out of five. So that's that's where we're at in the movies, ranking wise. 
I know my rating for this movie. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It has, it has remained unchanged. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, Yeeted Monkeys. I liked it, but um, I didn't really like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so half a monkey yeah. got yeeted. <laughs> I would give it I would give it three three yeeted monkeys because I agree. I think it's an enjoyable movie and a fun time, and it definitely scratches the Indiana Jones itch, but it's not like the one that I would pick to put on. Yeah, now, I uh Nick, you you stole my rating because I was also gonna eat three and a half monkeys, just like Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, but uh, for all the same reasons, we're all in the same ballpark. Like it's, it's the part, you know, upon a revisit, there was a lot more to take away from this movie. I thought than there would have been, uh, like the parts that work, like really actually work and feel like Indiana Jones and the parts that don't are a big fucking throbbing veiny alien (laughs) (laughs) staring into your fucking soul. It it is. They sell this fucking dildo on adamandeve.com. I swear to God. You get a butt plug of the alien from kingdom of the crystal skull. (laughs) I have this. I have this inside my anus or an object on the packaging. It says, uh, the treasurer's knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm learning treacherous knowledge of this will not erupt in your anus i'm learning (laughs) oodles right now (laughs) (laughs) uh but anyway yeah that's uh that's it yeah for this episode i feel like we did i felt like we talked a whole hell of a lot i felt like we gave this movie a damn good shake yeah, this this episode is longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> I think it's mainly because we did a lot of improvised scenes. Well, <laughs> what did I tell you about doing improv? Don't, don't do it. Don't quit. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> give it. Give it up. And now, uh, plug your improv show. <laughs> yeah, you can see me <laughs> Thursdays or Fridays <laughs> at Comedy Sports at CSZChicago.com. Uh, there, I, there should be a schedule coming up with shows that I'm in. Um, and, uh, yeah, average camming on all social, uh, you could find me there for all other fun projects or, you know, vanity pieces that I'm getting up to. The letterbox, letterbox is a lot of fun and it's a fun way to kind of like in a, 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 a roundabout way, keep up with the, the, the podcast as well as the movie league. I actually got to, I keep forgetting. I got to log all these damn independent, independent Jones movies that we've been watching. Uh, did you know that, uh, the music, was initially Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted Hans Zimmer to compose the music, but he was too busy with the Prince of Egypt, among other products, projects. Uh, so we went with Harry Gregson Williams or John Powell. I feel like George Lucas Perhaps. would call something a, pro- a product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Which I like. I like product more than content, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so true. Fuck. Uh, that's- follow me on. Yeah. It's great. Follow me on Letterboxd, Lathan Video, and um, that's the only social media I'm pretty much on. So if you, you can just see see what I'm randomly watching. I mean, right now I'm going through all the Indiana Jones movies. Um, watching those. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Peyton. <laughs> you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. 
Um, and if you want to hear me talk about more movies, you can listen to me on Queer Movie Night, which I co-host with Deb Duncan. All right. On that note, Rip, do you have a quote that I have already said to take us out on? It's a it's kind of a play on a quote that you've said. Ooh. So uh, if you could respond with the appropriate response. You're a podcaster? Part time. <laughs> I like it. You nailed Pretty it. Good. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.